One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants? Don't disrespect me and my man's band. Whole lot chops on your ass. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. If you'd like to reach out questions or comments, there's two ways you can easily do that. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I try to get back to everybody. Um, I was getting a lot of emails at the beginning uh, when I first started this podcast and I tried to write back every single person just so you let them know, hey, I appreciate you uh, conversing with me. I don't even know if that's a word, but thanks for reaching out. Thanks for supporting the show. Now, if you don't want to email me, you can easily leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407 407- Two seven zero three zero four four. Everything's going to be anonymous, and and I've said this time in and time out. Uh, it's all anonymous. I'm not going to dox you. I'm not going to go after you. But if you have negative things to say, uh, critique stuff that you would like me to do on this show, leave that voicemail four zero seven two seven zero three zero four four. Another rainy day today here at the Hobo Fish Camp in Volusia County. Um, we got a lot of wind last night. Some of the seawater was uh, coming over the seawall, but not not that bad. And I really haven't been able to get out that much. I, I did end up working out. I was able to get a couple hours in last night. Yes, I my OCDs, my addictions. I have a very addictive personality. And, you know, is it is it a bad addiction? Can you work out too much? Can you eat too healthy? Can you just go way overboard with anything, even if it's good for you? I, I've always I've always thought about that. Everybody says you know too much of a good thing, but is does does that really really exist? Isn't that what we strive for? Is a good thing? How can you have too much of a good thing? Now, like when I was drinking and stuff, yeah, that that was bad for me because I was poisoning myself on a daily basis. I was also eating whatever I wanted to. So in moderation, there's some things you have to take. But I I just do not think working out is is a bad addiction. But I I am starting to pick up, you know, at 40. I haven't been active for the past 5 years. I'm I'm starting to pick up some injuries. I mean, I I I was running for a little bit, but my knees um I I don't have bad knees. It's just I was getting really really bad uh shin splints or what they like to call runner's knee. Uh it I think it's because I've lost a lot of cartilage. I guess if you don't use it for a while, because I, I couldn't tell you the last time I ran. Uh, so the knees are killing me. So I'm having to think of other creative ways to be able to get cardio in. So I know you guys don't want to hear about my working out, but I've just been picking up some nagging injuries. Uh, one of the first stories I wanted to get into today, and 
this is something. If you live in the South, I think every boy has done this. But I, I'm, I'm a little concerned about this father. Because the, the, the mother, the wife, has absolutely no problem with this. And, and I'm like, holy crap. This guy must be from up north and the wife is from the south. Because I got to tell you, my dad let me pee outside. I, I got potty trained learning to piss on a truck tire. I think every little boy has done that before. You're outside playing. I know for a fact when me and my friends Howard and Derek and Jeff was there, we, we would always play football. Do you think we went back into the house to take a leak? Hell no. Go behind a tree, pee somewhere. I do it all the time here at the Hobo Fish Camp. And I don't know. I mean, I've almost been caught a couple of times. You know, when this place gets full, you, you, you think you're safe. And then you're looking, you're like, oh, crap, I'm peeing. And they can see out that window right now. I mean, you, it's not like I have anything spectacular to look at unless you're standing like two feet away from me. It's not like you're going to see anything. But this guy wrote one of these like self-help articles kind of like a Dear Abby. But this guy writes, my wife lets our four-year-old son pee on the tree in the yard when he's outside playing rather than having to go inside. I think it's weird. She says that's what boys do. Hell yeah. You're a man. How do you not know that that's what boys do and your wife? I bet your wife is one of those like trashy women that'll wear a tight black dress out to the nightclub before she met you. Uh, Pull the, pull the panties to the side in the parking garage and just piss all over the place. I remember so many times after leaving downtown Orlando, you would park on that parking garage right there on Central. Uh, and you would walk and then you would just see these big, just wet streaks running down the incline of the parking garage. And like at, at first I was like, what the hell is this? I mean, have they sprung a leak in the roof? I'm looking, and and then I notice, I'm like, holy crap. These are all the drunk women, the whores, out there just letting it rip right in the middle of a parking lot. That's the type of woman. I mean, that's the type of woman you don't want to make your wife, but that's the type of woman, if you're wanting to get laid, hell yeah. I mean, if a chick is willing to pull it to the side and let it rip right there, She's not going to make you use a condom. She might give you anal. I mean, come on. If, if, if a chick... All right, here. Let me, let me put it this way. A chick that is not willing to pee in a busy downtown Orlando parking garage, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to let you do it. They're going to let you do pretty much anything you want. Now, a chick that's uptight, maybe you won't let it rip in the parking garage, yeah, she's going to be a little bit more subdued. You might get missionary at best. So this guy, continuing on with his letter he wrote, he said, I certainly was not raised to just pee where I wanted unless it was an emergency and there wasn't a bathroom around. I know he's young, but I would prefer to not let this become a habit. Is this a battle I should keep fighting? Uh, no. No, 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 no. How is your wife wearing the pants in the family? Come on. Like I said before, um, especially living in the South, Volusia County, I mean, yeah, you can't let it rip right in a in a residential like business area that's really really busy. No, you you can't do that. And when you get older, you got to you have to be careful. Cuz I've seen so many stories where where grown men, adults were out peeing and a minor saw them, came across them and was kind of scarred 
from seeing some creepy old dude letting a number one go, maybe behind his truck door, on a tire, whatever it may be. I've seen some of those guys, they get charged with sexual battery on a minor. And they didn't even touch him. They just got caught pissing by a little kid. But it's innocent. For kids, it is innocent. I remember uh, when I was younger, my my parents, I don't even know why they did this. I, I know they couldn't afford it. But they sent me to a private school, like in preschool, kindergarten, first grade, before I went to McGinnis and DeLeon Springs. But they had this big, big tractor tire. Or it might have been off of like a dump truck or whatever it might have been. But they had filled it up with a playground sand, like a sandbox. And I was taught, you know, you, you, you piss on a tire. Like I said, that's how I was potty trained. And I didn't know any better. Pull my pants down and just relieve myself on the sandbox tractor tire. It's a little ghetto. You, you would think if it was a private school, they could, they could find something better than a big old dump truck tire or whatever it was, bulldozer tire. But yeah, I got sent home that day. My parents got bitched at. And I think that was the beginning of the end of my uh, private school days. And then I got thrown in with the rest of the Cretans, all the common lower people. And you know what? It made me the man that I am today. Oh, now looking back on it, uh, maybe me pissing on that tractor tire is what was led to all my bad problems right now, my mental problems. I got, to, I, I got made to feel bad about doing something that's natural. I talked about this yesterday. We are nothing but animals. Guys, in their DNA, in their genetics, have to breed, have to repopulate, impregnate as many females as you can. And a part of that is marking your territory. That's why it is so much easier for guys to be able to piss on anything that they want to because it's a part of our natural instinct as men to mark our territory, to pee on things. Now, I will say this. Um, th- there's this little corner on, on the fifth wheel where I pee out all the time when I'm outside fishing or recording the podcast or just doing stuff and working out. I don't, I don't want to go back inside and interrupt my parents. And, and I talked about this. It, it, it's really, really bad. And, and it almost makes me want to clean up my diet a little bit more. It's like now I just, I, I'm, I'm actually thinking about it. Never in a million years would I, would I have ever thought I would have done this. But I'm thinking about going to, not a vegan, not, I mean, even a vegetarian. I, I'm going to cut out all red meat. Now, the only meat that I'm going to eat is maybe chicken or fish. But I'm wanting to go to more of a plant-based diet because now everything I'm eating, I'm like, oh, what, what type of impurities are in here? What type of antibiotics? Because I got freaked out. This spot where I'm peeing at all the time is black. I mean, black, black, black. Why is the ground turning black where I piss at? My piss isn't black when it comes out. So why is the spot black? Is it, are there things that I'm eating, things that I don't know about? Am I being poisoned or whatever it may be? Why is the spot where I piss at all the time black? 
I mean, you got you got to understand that it's it's a little concerning. I didn't know that. I've been alive for 40 years, and I've never, ever seen a spot where I pissed that turn black. Uh, if you have any idea what that is, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Going to take a quick break. Come back with a few more topics. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Thinking about joining a non-unionized, non-localized, somewhat weaponized group or militia? Consider joining the Guardian Saviors. In the Guardian Saviors, you can patrol your local park, neighborhood, movie theater, settings, business settings, other things. As a Guardian Savior, you will be provided one cap and satchel, one bumper sticker stating, I'm with the Saviors. So consider joining the Guardian Saviors today. The Guardian Saviors are not responsible for any violence that occurs to you or anything that happens while you are underneath the Guardian Savior's banner. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you go to my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Got a lot of great stuff up there right now. I got two new interviews that I did. Uh, I'm trying to do these daily updates at the end of the night on my Facebook page, and then all those videos are uploaded to my YouTube page by my producer, Vulture. Right now, I got the first daily update as well as my interview with Shireen Kassan. So you want to go and check that out. Uh, Shireen is a very, very popular local comedian here in the Orlando area. Uh, I want to I talk about this story. Uh, you guys know that I am not a big fan of organized religion. I'm just not. Here, I'll give you an example. Joel, Joel Osteen. I mean, he, he's a little bit more subdued than some of these other crazy preachers out there. But, I mean, he does not get exempt from this. I mean, this guy, Joel Osteen, does he need that big of a church? Uh, the only reason he wants that big of a church is because more people in the church means more money going into the collection plate. And how much, how much good work are they actually doing? I mean, for real. Does Joel Osteen need to be wearing a $1,000 suit? Does Joel Osteen need expensive cars and limousines? Does Joel Osteen need a $60 million home? Yeah. And guess what? It's all tax-free. Yeah, the churches. You know, you if, you if you would like to get rid of that deficit, because these churches, they're making a lot of money, and, it, and it's proven w with some of these mega churches out there. I mean, do they really need that much money? Because this next guy I'm going to talk about, when I tell you his net worth, it's going to make you sick to your stomach. Uh, 
and and to see the type of money that these people, these preachers, pastors, whatever you want to call them, to get hundreds of millions of dollars off of religion, hell yes, they need to be taxed. They really, really do. I mean, I, I forget the guy here, I think in Florida, but back in 2005 when we had all the hurricanes and the fires, yes, the fires as well too. He said, we were getting all those fires. We were getting all those natural disasters here in the state of Florida because we support gay days at Disney. Homosexuality was causing all of the natural disasters. What, what the hell, people? I mean, seriously. That's why these people need to be taxed. But I'm going to play you some audio of Kenneth Copeland. And I'm going to talk, to, I'm gonna talk a little bit about him just to show you the hypocrisy of these pastors, these mega pastors of these mega churches. This is Kenneth Copeland. Uh, and that, that's the thing about it. I, I, I would like to think that this guy is not this crazy, but I also think that these pastors, they say the most outrageous stuff. I mean, they're, they're worse. They're, they're worse than morning zoo shock jocks because they're, they're trying to do the most outrageous stuff say the most shocking things that they can just to get attention. And, and I think this, this could maybe be what this is, but this guy is a little crazy. So this is Kenneth Copeland talking about Joe Biden winning the presidential election. The media said what? <laughs> the media said Joe Biden's president. Ha <laughs> And there's probably a lot of you guys are like, ooh, I've never heard of Kenneth Copeland before, but man, he laughs like an evil villain very naturally. You want to know why it sounds natural? Because this is how he laughs every time he checks his bank account because of you goddamn dumbass sheep that want to just fork over your money because that's what God wants. No, God does not want that. You think God needs your money? Let me ask you this. If God is so powerful and mighty, why does he need your money? I mean... God shouldn't have to pay for anything. God can just make anything mysteriously appear. Oh, I need to feed uh, the homeless. Bam, voila, food, turkey dinner, Thanksgiving dinner right here for all the homeless people. Why do you need money? Do you think currency? Do you, uh, And let's be honest. I mean, nobody really knows what God looks like, but do you think Jesus had pockets? Where is Jesus keeping his money? Where's God keeping his money? Because you want to know why? When you're a God, you don't need any money. And this is how Kenneth Copeland laughs every time he logs on to whatever bank he uses and he goes, ha, 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 these suckers gave me their money. Ha, 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 ha. Wait a minute, honey. Oh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll check the bank account to see if we can go out and eat tonight. All right, let me, let me log on. All right, all right, yeah, password. I am a righteous asshole. That's his password, by the way. All right, so, all right, let me see. Oh, honey, we got another million dollars in the bank from these sheep. And I just want to clarify, I know a lot of you people are probably listening to this and you're like, oh, Tuttle, you edited this. No, I, this is not edited at all. This guy laughed. For almost 40 seconds, uncomfortably, and it didn't even sound like a real laugh. It was like, 
I mean, it's like what a robot would laugh. Like if, if AI, you know, Skynet becomes self-aware and they, they understand jokes, this is how Skynet would laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 Now, what I'm about to tell you is really going to ruin your day. It is. Do you want to know why Kenneth Copeland laughs like this? Because I, I know that I would. Hell yeah. I'd be laughing in the people's faces that were dumb enough to tithe so much money that I am worth, my net worth, is over $300 million. Come on, people. Why should anybody be able to make that much money talking about religion, talking about God, Jesus. I mean, that, that would be like me worshiping Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny and preaching to you about how great the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus is, and you guys are just dumb as hell to give me money. Like, like serious. How dumb are you? Because the, the ordinary people, the people that have a mind of their own that that don't need to be a part of a cult. Yeah, I said it. Religions are cults. But this dude is worth $300 million. And and I don't want anybody to think, oh, well, you know, because I, I look at a businessman. When I look at a businessman, if he's worth a lot of money, I'm like, you know what? That guy deserves it. He I know he, he most likely screwed over a whole bunch of people to be able to get there. But... At least they are providing a service. They're, they're pro- something concrete that I can look at, something that they do for society that I can, uh, that's tangible. And, and when people make that money, I'm like, good for them. They busted their ass. They had an idea. They made it work. What the F does a pastor, a preacher, a not, what any of the religious leaders, what do they do besides? beg they are nothing but glorified vagrants they're they're glorified homeless bums begging you for money and i'm telling you right now i i'm just being honest and i know that a lot of people oh total you you really don't mean that but i would rather give a 10 spot to a bum to buy drugs or alcohol than what i would to give it to some pedophile, and I know Kenneth Copeland, I don't know if Kenneth Copeland is a pedophile or not, but what I'm trying to say is that I would rather give my money to a bum to do whatever he wants with instead of giving it to these asshole preachers like Kenneth Copeland. They're not paying taxes. They, You know, because they're not paying taxes, they're actually robbing us. They are sticking it in your rectum twice, dry. They're not even they're not even using lube on you. The one time uh, you're giving them money for offering you nothing at all. I mean, for real, what what do they offer you? I mean, I'm I'm being real. Tuttle at gmail.com or 407-270-3044. These preachers offer absolutely nothing for you. And if you're going to say, well, I feel better after I go to church. You're basically paying for your friends. You're you're paying. There's no difference between a church and a frat house. Like, 
Sigma Chi Alpha. Yeah. I mean, that they should be tax exempt because you're paying to be a part of a group. I have, I can get behind Scientology more than I can behind a guy like Kenneth Copeland. Because, I mean, Xenu, uh, that crashed, in, his, crashed his spaceship into a volcano, he is more real than God that Christianity, Christianity believes in. Because these people are all fake. And do you realize that Kenneth Copeland, this is, this is, this is something else that should really, really piss you off. Um, I think it might have been Mike Huckabee. I could, I could be wrong. But one of these politicians that was running for president, Kenneth Copeland had him on every single week to be able to promote his candidacy. Because guess what? If Kenneth Copeland can get his politician in the White House, oh man, that means I'm going to go from $300 million to $600 million. And, and the Senate was not very, very happy about that. They, they weren't at all. They were like, hey, we're going to investigate you because we might want to look into you getting taxed. And if you're against churches getting taxed, then, then, then you're really not an American. You're, you're really not. Because if we are supposed to have freedom of religion, I mean, that, that's basically freedom of religion and freedom of speech. In the United States, that is why our, our ancestors, our forefathers came here to escape that. So why do churches, why do any of these religions get a break? They get a pass. But me and you, the average everyday citizen, yeah, we got to pay. We got to fork over what little money we already have where Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Copeland can, can amass riches of over $300 million. And that is not fair at all this guy is laughing like a goddamn madman and people still can't get the money out of their pockets fast enough to give it to this asshole kenneth copeland and i know that i, I i'm sure a lot of you people i i mean i i would i would hope that i don't have a lot of christians listening to me but i mean that is your right that is your right to be able to worship or do whatever you want to but i mean you need to to look as an outsider and realize that you are forking over your hard earned money and you're still having to pay taxes do kenneth copa is he paying taxes hell no do you realize that he wasn't taxed on his jet he wasn't taxed on his mansion he wasn't taxed on the suits the cars you want to know why because it was bought with church money what the, I know that I'm trying to stop cursing, but what the fuck, people? Open up your eyes. You can still go and worship, but stop forking over the money, your hard-earned money, because you guys are sweating and busting your ass. Because I think this Kenneth Copeland guy is out in Texas, and I'm sure there's a lot of oil rigger guys out there that are busting their ass, very, very hard job that are going to Kenneth Copeland's church because they're religious and they're handing over their hard-earned money and they're still getting taxed. Kenneth Copeland is double dipping on your ass. So please, people, worship, but stop giving this asshole all of your money. I didn't mean to go on a rant. I'm sure a lot of people are going to get pissed at me, but I really don't care. I, I, I really don't. I mean, this religious, like, heist needs to be stopped. 
They are fleecing America all day, every day, and it's not fair. These churches would help the deficit. They would help America, and they need to step up to the pump. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment of the day. Make sure you follow me on all my social media, twitter.com slash Tuttle, facebook.com slash Tuttle, and instagram.com slash Tuttle. And if you just search Tuttle, I'm on Reddit, I'm on TikTok as well. I'm pretty much all over the place. Uh, So do me a favor, please follow, as well as my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. I've always had bad haircuts all through my life. I mean, I mean that that's the thing about it. Some people are just blessed with gray hair. And there are some guys out there that that you think are perf- perfect. You know, a lot of a lot of the girls are into Justin Timberlake or or Harry Styles and stuff and they think, "Oh, he's the perfect man." But Deep down, there there's something wrong with them. And and my one thing is, besides having a really, really big... I mean, I got a lot of things wrong with me, let's be honest. I, I really do. But my hair, my hair has always... I've I got a lot of it. I really, really do. I'll, I'll most likely never go bald. But I cannot find the right hairstyle for me. It, it's just... It, it's impossible, people. I've been trying. I'm 40. I am never, ever going to have gray hair. Well, gray or gray hair. But what I'm trying to say is that I look like a douche in every single haircut that I've ever had. Um, I remember when I was in high school, I thought it was cool. And this is right before. Well, not right before. Maybe maybe a little bit before. But either way, I digress. What I'm trying to say is before the something about Mary, you know, where where Cameron Diaz gets the semen in the front of her hair and it's all spiky. I used to do that. You would not believe all of the hair product that I would go through. I, I, I Hairspray. I, I would spike up the front of my hair straight up, kind of like uh, Cameron Diaz when she played Mary and something about Mary. I, I would blow it up with a blow dryer and then I would spray it with uh, with hairspray and then then I would push it down a little bit. My I, I had like an awning in front of my forehead. It was like I was wearing a, a hair ball cap. My hair would stick straight out. It would not move the whole entire day because I cemented that shit like tight with the hairspray. And then I went through that for a little while. And then I went through the bowl cut phase. 
um, a lot of a lot of the Gen Xers, the 90, 90s kids, they would go with the bowl cut, but not only would they go with the bowl cut, but they would shave underneath of it. So you would have the crown of your head would be the long hair. You would lift it up, and then you would shave underneath of it. I had that going on for a while, and then, and then I even went with the Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber bowl cut, and it looked really, really bad. Uh, and then, then, then I went through, when, when I got into varsity baseball, I was shaving the head. Like, I was, there, there was a point where I was straight up bicking the top of my head with a, a Bic razor. And that looked creepy as hell. All the minorities, because I don't know if you remember the movie Higher Learning back in the day, but Remy, the, the skinhead, played by Michael Rappaport, which I didn't even remember that Michael Rappaport played that character. Uh, became a skinhead, and all the uh, African Americans they they would go, "Hey, what's up, Remy? Remy, you gonna shoot us all here?" No, I'm not. I'm not gonna shoot you just because I have a bald head. And then I got away from that. Then when I was married, my my wife she liked a little bit of longer hair, and I I grew it down. I I grew it all the way down. It was past my shoulders. I I was like a white trash Volusia County Jesus. And I and I still have the license with the long hair. A lot a lot of people when I whenever I when I used to drink, I I would show them the idea. And like this isn't you. And I was like, no, that's that's definitely me. And then living with Colton, one of my favorite haircuts. I I went with the high and tight fade. My guy Bezo, right in Tampa, one of Colton's friends. He uh, produces a lot of local hip hop artists' videos. And he would cut my hair ten bucks, and I—I I, I mean, it's—it's it's an okay neighborhood, but for a white dude to come in to a black neighborhood to get his hair cut, it's, it takes a little bit of balls. But but Bezo, Bezo is the guy that cuts my hair. Great, great, great guy. Um, he was in the military in the Navy, uh, and like I said, he produced it. He knows everybody, and he, and he gives a great haircut. And that's one of the things that I miss because right now, um. It's been a couple of months since I've had my hair cut, and usually when it gets this long, I don't know why I cannot try to style it. I always got to go for the douchiest looking haircut, and right now I am rocking the early 2000 faux hawk that is a goddamn mess. It really is. Like if Ted Kaczynski had a faux hawk, that would be me right now, and I just don't know it. Why can I not have a cool haircut? I think I'm destined just to have bad style when it comes to my hair. All right, guys, I I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'm going to try to do another one today, so stay tuned for that. I want to thank all of my supporters out there for telling their friends, family, loved ones, neighbors, coworkers, whatever it may be. Without you, this podcast, this show would not be able to grow. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, Check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by 
stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?